Hello, and welcome to today's show, Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, international leadership expert and trusted advisor. Welcome to Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'm delighted that you joined me today. Today's episode is about making a fresh start. That's right. So, if you're feeling stuck or you've hit a wall, today's show is just for you. Now, before we dive in today, I want to give a big thank you to those of you listening in. I also want to give a great big shout out to all of you listening around the world. I'm delighted and so grateful that you tuned in. I sure hope you're enjoying a fabulous day and that you're having a fantastic week. Because you know what? In the grand song of the universe, life is so very short. Short, sweet, and very precious. So, I hope you're making a difference in your own life because when you do, you also make a difference in someone else's life. Now, a lot of folks really want to make their life count for something, but they don't know how to do it, or it seems so big to them, they just don't know how or where to begin. So they ask me, Dr. Gloria, how do you do that? How do you make your life count? Well, it's really very simple. Very simple. If you love people like I do, you can do something for them. Now, some folks call this random acts of kindness or random acts of beauty. I don't. (laughs) There is nothing random about kindness. In fact, kindness is a choice, a choice you can make every single day. Being kind, serving others, passing on your blessings, it's all part of legacy living. When I write notes to people, like a handwritten note of some kind, a thank you note, a a birthday card, an anniversary card, I usually tuck in something small like a a tea bag or those little packets of coffee. Sometimes I even include a a page of postage stamps. When I'm at the grocery store, I sometimes pick up something nourishing that I can give to our local food bank. And I always try to remember to look into the eyes of the person who is ringing up my groceries and I ask them how they're doing or how their day is going. Or I simply wish them a blessed day. Now, if I'm in a hurry, I may not always remember, but I do try. Now, I also smile a lot. Not a goofy kind of smile, though. I do have one of those, (laughs) but I just simply smile. Sometimes I don't even know I'm smiling until someone says, wow, I just love your smile. You know what? In our culture, especially Northern Western Hemisphere culture, we often say that time is money. Well, I'm not so sure about that. Why? Because a smile doesn't cost a thing. It doesn't cost a single dime. Yet the value of your smile to you and to the other person is positively priceless. And you know what? You never know. 
You never know who might need the warmth, the beauty, the kindness, the radiance of your smile. You never know what's going on in someone else's life. You don't know what their sister or brother or neighbor or son or daughter just said to them, right? You don't know what kind of news their doctor might have just given them. So if you want to know how to make a difference, that's how you do it. You make a difference by your everyday, small, big, doesn't matter about size, but by your genuine acts of love compassion, kindness, and generosity. You know what? Even our thoughts, our thoughts can make a difference. Because our thoughts are made up of of what? Of words and images. And words and images are made up of energy. You know that little saying we all learned when we were little? It goes something like, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Well, let me tell you something. That is a lie. You know as well as I do, and you've heard me say it before, words have energy, vitality, and soul. Words have the power to bless or to blaspheme. They have the power to hurt or to heal. So take good care to send thoughts of love and healing, thoughts of hospitality and generosity. Now, I truly believe that we are here to love one another and to serve one another. So that's how you do it. You make your life count day by day, step by step, moment by moment, every single day, 365, 24-7. That's what legacy living, make your life count, is all about. You can learn more about legacy living, make your life count, by visiting my website. That's the Gloria Burgess website. And hey, You can even sign up for my weekly inspirations. You just scroll down on the website, on the homepage, just scroll down a bit and look on the right-hand side for the sidebar for my weekly inspiration and just put your email address right there in that little slot (laughs) and that's it. That's all you need to do. And each week, every Monday morning, you'll receive a lovely, inspiring image and a few words to get your week off to a marvelous start. Now, today's episode is about making a fresh start. So what does that mean? And what does it take to make a fresh start? To get out of your routine, to break out of your comfort zone. Today, I want to share a little secret with you. You can do it. I can do it. Everyone can make a fresh start. Every single one of us can make a new beginning. Now, before we jump in today, I want to take a moment to welcome you, my listeners. 
If you're just joining us, I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, and this is Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. And I'd like to extend a very special welcome to those of you who are joining my podcast, or if you're joining Talk Network Radio for the very first time. You are in for a real treat. I'm excited to have you listening in today, and I'm deeply honored that you've allowed me to be part of your day so you can be inspired by ideas and resources to make your life count. Again, today's program is all about getting unstuck. Beginning again, my specific focus today is about making a fresh start. You can make a new beginning. Now, my favorite book says, there is a time for everything. There is a time for everything. This scripture from Ecclesiastes says, there is a time and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down, and a time to build, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing a time to search, and a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to mend, a time to be silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. Now, I just love that passage. So I want you to ask yourself, what season are you in? Are you in a season where you are looking to break out of your comfort zone? A season where you're looking to take a fresh new approach? Are you in a season where you are ready to begin again? but you don't know how to do that, or maybe you need a little encouragement? Well, good for you. I want you to listen up. Help is on the way. And I don't want you to think you're all alone. You are not alone. You know what? All of us get to a point in our life where we're simply tired. We just get tired of the same old, same old, right? The same old thing. We get tired of our situation at work or at home or in our relationships. Sometimes we even get tired of being in the same place physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. When we get to that point where we say, I have had it, I'm done. Enough is enough. When we get to this point, it is definitely time to let go. To let go and to start fresh. 
In fact, letting go and starting over can be the absolute best thing for you to do. You can get inspiration to begin again right where you are. You don't have to go anyplace, right? You can get inspiration from the world around you. Now think about it. Just think about this. When we ring in the new year, that's a very natural time to reflect on your life, right? To think about what's going well, what's not working so well, or at least as well as we would like. So you can find inspiration just by thinking about that particular time of the year. Now, I live in the Pacific Northwest in the United States. And in this geographic area, our year begins during the winter months, right? Now, typically, during this time of the year, we have had weeks and weeks, if not several months, of rainy, cold weather. But if you look at the ground, if you look very closely, you can actually see some very early signs of spring. You can see very early signs of new life. Early signs of new beginnings. Maybe there are a few lovely crocus buds pushing their way up and out of the ground. Or those beautiful little grape hyacinth, right? And if you pay close attention to the birds, you'll see red-breasted robins digging into the earth. What are they digging for? Well, (laughs) they're digging for food. They're digging for worms. Nature has so many wonderful telltale signs of making a fresh start. Another sign of nature's new beginnings are the trees. In my yard, my husband and I have lots of flowering trees around our house, including several varieties of rhododendrons. And all of these rhodes, all of these rhododendrons have such beautiful names, names like White Angel, Mount Everest, Windsong, and Christmas Cheer. So when I've had enough of the cloudy, rainy, cold days, I look into our front yard for our Christmas Cheer rhododendrons. I can count on the flower buds to be fat and full and a very beautiful, delicate shade of pink. And when I see those beautiful pink buds that are just about to pop into full bloom, that's when I remember why this beautiful bush is called Christmas cheer. Because their lovely flowers bring smiles full of joy, just like the very special season of Christmas. When I meditate on this season, I quickly begin to think about what I'm grateful for especially during the many long weeks of gray, overcast, cold days. And as I think about the flowering roadies, the sure-footed robins, and those tiny, brave little crocus buds, guess what? I'm also reminded of spring, another wonderful season of new beginnings. I like to think of spring as the queen of making a fresh start. Think about this. If spring were a person, she would ask you, what gives you life? What gives you life? 
What satisfies you? She might also ask, where can you make room for more satisfaction in your life? Where can you make more room for more satisfaction in your life? Another question she might ask is, what do you need to let go of in order to make room for what you want more of in your life? Now, that's a great question. What do you need to let go of in order to make room for what you want more of in your life? What's on your to-do list that you need to simply say no to? That's a good question for me. (laughs) So what do you need to say no to? Another question is what no longer serves you in this particular season of your life? You can also ask yourself, where do I want to be? Now that's a great question, isn't it? Most folks just sort of wander through life without asking any questions of themselves at all. They Just accept the hand that life deals out. But if you want your life to be different, you know what? (laughs) You have to act differently. And one key step, one key step is to ask yourself two good questions. And the questions are, where am I now? Where am I now? And where do I want to be? Both of these questions are about vision. Now, as a leadership coach and consultant, I have supported many people for many, many years who ask the very same questions. Where am I now? And where do I want to be? Before that, before I became a consultant and started my own business, I was a leader in corporate America, right? And I supported people on my team using these very same questions. Where are you now? And where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? These very simple questions can yield incredible, life-changing results. Pretty amazing, isn't it? So whether you're working on organizational strategy or building a better team or building a better you, these questions will help you move in the direction you want to go. As I mentioned earlier, These questions are all about vision. Having a vision is key to making a fresh start. Having a vision or having a dream, having something in front of you, something to strive for, something to guide your actions and guide your choices is absolutely essential to creating the life you want. So, Let's put first things first. To make a new start, you've got to have a dream, right? You have to have a vision. And once you have that dream, you can visualize and pray about your dream. You can meditate and recite daily affirmations about your dream. You can even set goals and create action plans. All of these strategies will move you closer to achieving your dreams. But to make your dreams become a reality, to make your vision manifest, to make them come true, one thing is a must do. Okay? You have to act 
on your goals. You have to act on your action plans. That's right. You've got to act. Because when you do, when you take that first step, then guess what? Providence moves too to support you in making your dreams a reality. One of my many inspirations for this podcast is my daughter. As a little girl, she was very clear about what she wanted. Now, she didn't have her life all planned out at that young age, but I remember when she was in her early teens, she was about maybe 13, 14 years old. And one day she declared, she said, you know, I do not want to go to college here in this state of Washington. (laughs) Now, her declaration seemed to come out of the blue, but clearly she'd been thinking about this for quite some time. She had been considering what she wanted for her life. And at that young age, she set her sights on going to college on the East Coast. She wanted a different experience and a different life. She wanted to branch out, to expand her horizons, to enhance her learning opportunities. In short, she wanted to make a fresh start for herself. And several years later, when the time was right, she applied to and was accepted at a number of colleges on the East Coast, several thousand miles away. Now, my husband and I took her to visit several colleges, and when she found the one that felt like home, she was ready to begin again. Without knowing a single soul, my daughter moved across the country and made a new start, a new beginning. She made a new life for herself, not once, not twice, but several times during the past decade. And you know what? When I, when I think about others in my family, there are so many stories about people making a fresh start. For example, I've shared with you that my immediate family is part of what we call the Great Migration, that mass exodus of African Americans leaving the southern states to make a fresh start in the northern states. And even before the stories about the Great Migration, there are stories I remember hearing when I was a little girl. Stories that came through my elders, those who remember relatives, who had a memory of stories about slavery, who had a memory of their fathers and mothers making a new start in a totally different culture and place 10,000 miles away from their homeland of Africa. And you know what? What When I think about my own life, I've made a fresh start many, many times. Like my daughter, I also wanted to attend an East Coast college. And I was accepted. (laughs) But you know what? We just didn't have the money. My parents could not afford to pay for me to attend. So I attended a local college. In fact, I attended the fabulous University of Michigan. And I got a job during my time there to help my parents out with my expenses. When I went to graduate school, I attended on scholarship. And just like my own daughter, I also left home to attend USC. I moved from Michigan to California to attend university with no network to speak of, no prospects for work, and yet I was able 
to make a fresh start. What I know is that when you want to begin again, one of the most helpful things you can have is a vision for what's possible. Now, I want to be sure you heard what I just said. (laughs) I didn't say you have to have a goal or even a plan. I said you have to have a vision for what's possible. And along with your vision, you need to have one sure thing. One sure thing. And that one thing is commitment. Commitment. William H. Murray, a Scottish mountaineer and writer, says this about commitment. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy. The chance to draw back. Always ineffectiveness. I'm going to repeat that. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy. The chance to draw back. Always ineffectiveness. He goes on to say, concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth. The ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. That the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance which no man, or woman for that matter, could have dreamed would have come their way. Murray says, I have learned a deep respect for one of Goethe's couplets. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. So in other words, action plus commitment equals magic and genius, right? Action plus commitment equals magic and genius. When you begin, when you commit, it is as if all of a sudden the universe just starts to cooperate with you. But it's not all of a sudden. It seems all of a sudden, but it isn't. The reason that it seems all of a sudden is because we've begun, we've committed. (laughs) And when we do, when we begin, when we commit, God moves too. That's what Murray means by providence. Know this, (laughs) providence will move only when you do. (laughs) Now, if you still doubt in some way, if you only act some of the time, or if you work on plan A and plan B at the same time because you're afraid that plan A will fail, guess what? Success might very well slip right through your fingers. It will escape you. But once you really commit, once you let go 
and really say goodbye to what's behind you, and you really go for it, that's when magic begins to happen. So, what are you waiting for? Go for it. Jump. (laughs) Now, stop procrastinating. Begin today. Now, there are so many folks out there who know the value of going for it, who know the benefit of commitment, but for whatever reason, fear stops them. Does that sound like you? (laughs) You might make a tiny step, but fear stops you from taking the next step or stops you from following through. Sometimes your fear is so strong, so powerful, it can actually stop you cold, can stop you dead in your tracks, so you don't even begin. You don't even start. Here's the thing. You must not let fear or anything else rule you anymore. You must not let fear or anything else stop you in your tracks. You must begin. Begin with a burning desire. You must begin with a fire in your heart, a fire in your soul to make a difference. First, in your own life, so that you can make a difference in the lives of someone else. So when you let go of that fear, when you can say no to fear ruling your life, you can actually create. You make the space in your life. You clear the decks so that you can live into your highest and best self. You can live into your God-given gifts. And when you do, you actually make an agreement with God to become the inspired, passionate person he designed you to be. You can actually draw strength from so many people, knowing if they can do it, if they can make a fresh start, you can do it too. You can begin again, just like anybody else. Now, you all know that I'm a writer, and a lot of writers get tripped up. They get stuck by what we call writer's block. Well, I don't. I don't even believe in writer's block. Why? (laughs) Because I just look at all the books on my bookshelves. In every room, I have books, books everywhere, (laughs) right? And I draw inspiration from the writers all around me. If they could do it, I can do it too. As you make your fresh start, be sure to focus Focus your vision on your future self. Also, be sure to surround yourself with people who love you, people who lift you up, not push you down, but people who lift you up, people who have only your best interest at heart. One more thing. I love listening to inspiring music or reading an inspiring book or an inspiring scripture. Or sometimes I just take in inspiring quotes and images. So be sure to choose something that inspires you and make it a part of your day. Here are a few words to encourage you as you make a fresh start in your life. This first one is from Plato. Almost 2,500 years ago, Plato says, 
The beginning is the most important part of the work. I love that. The beginning is the most important part of the work. Muriel Rukeyser is one of my favorite poets, and she says, nourish beginnings. Let us nourish beginnings. Not all things are blessed, but the seeds of all things are blessed. The blessing is in the seed. Here's what Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. says about beginning. He says, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. It's been said that change can be scary. But you know what's scarier? Allowing fear to stop you from growing, evolving, and progressing. What's scarier than change is allowing fear to stop you from growing, evolving, and progressing. Now, remember the scripture I shared earlier, which says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And I want you to know this. No matter what time it is, what season it is, remember these words from writer F. Scott Fitzgerald. He says, it's never too late to become who you want to be. It's never too late to become who you want to be. I hope you live a life that you're proud of and if you find that you're not, I hope you have the strength to start over. As one of my friends and colleagues says, it's never too late to have a second childhood. Right? Okay. Now, if you missed last week's episode or any part of this one, you can listen on the go at your convenience. You can find me on iTunes, Alexa, SoundCloud, 
Spreaker.com. You can even listen right here on Talk Network Radio. Check it out at www.talknetworkradio.com forward slash legacyliving.html. Before I close today, I want to thank each of you for tuning in, for allowing me to share a bit about my journey with what legacy living is all about. Not just living and learning, but living and learning and serving so that you make a difference in your own life and in the lives of others. It's about being on purpose every single day, 365, 24-7. Legacy living is a powerful way to make your life count. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, and this is Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. Please join me again next time right here on Talk Network Radio for another episode of Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. Don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what Legacy Living is all about. Have a fantastic day and remember, make the days in your life count. God bless you. That's our show today. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess. I hope you'll join me again next time. Until then, don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what Legacy Living is all about. Here's to you. Have a fantastic day. And be sure to make it a yes kind of day. Remember to celebrate the music of your life. Make the days in your life count.